Major art theft in Boston overnight. Two thieves posing as police officers overpowered museum guards. Very dramatically said, gentlemen, this is a robbery. A part of our heritage has been stolen. This horrible thing occurred in 1990. Everything changed because of that. Someone on the inside helped the thieves. From the guys who brought you Missing Maura Murray and Crawl Space. Empty Frames will be available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts on February 6th. Welcome to the Gray and Green Show. Two girls who will say what you're all thinking anyway. The Gray and Green Show is brought to you by Urban Obsession, downtown Grand Rapids on Fountain Street. If you haven't been to Urban Obsession before, they are a full-service salon offering hair, nails, and Nova Lash eyelash extensions. It's where Jackie and I both get a herded, so make sure you go there. Urban Obsession, downtown Grand Rapids on Fountain Street, and tell them that we sent you there. What episode is it? I think it's 31. Hey, it's great. It's Rachel and Jackie. It's from gray I know. Green. I am so tired right now. <laughs> it's Rachel and Jackie for 105.3 Hot FM, the gray and green show. Like Jackie said, episode 31. And uh, a lot has happened since we were with you last week. We failed miserably in our lip sync battle. Oh, my God. <laughs> we suck. I know. We got, we got beat by our arch nemesis. I know we did. But honestly, <laughs> if I were being totally honest, we didn't try that hard. No, we really didn't. We were butthurt that it was going so late. So we were like, we, we were get whiny babies. We were whiny babies. We were In whiny fact, babies. When I left that night, I was like, oh my God, nobody's going to ever want to work with Jackie and I again. I know. We are the worst. <laughs> like, I thought was, that too. It was going late and I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning for the show. Jackie had tickets for a movie. Because they told us it'd be done at nine. <laughs> I really thought it'd be done by nine. But at the end of the day, it was done for charity. It was done for right. teens that maybe have nowhere to go in life because they came out of the closet or nowhere to go in life right. because they've made the wrong choices. So it was good that we were there. I was all about it. And I was about the first round. I think it's just a little bit of disorganization. Yes, I know. It was kind of crazy. But I will say this. They did have drag queens hosting the event, and it was the greatest thing I'd seen in a month. Oh, yeah. That was cool. The drag queens were incredible. One of them, what was her name? Ivy Winters. Yeah, I don't remember their names. I she, oh, I balling. love drag queens. She, um was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, she won like Miss Congeniality. Yeah, she was juggling knives while singing Barracuda by heart. It was Perfect. awesome. Brilliant. Yes, but um, we did do the first two rounds and then you know who ended up winning? Who? Old National Bank. They which, were good though. Oh my God, they were so good. They did good. Queen. Yes, they're Bohemian the Rhapsody. They got up there and held flashlights to their face and did, I see a little silhouette of a man. Got a moose, got a moose. <laughs> they were so good. So congratulations to them. Thanks for everybody who did donate and support. I have no idea if we raised any money. I haven't they didn't heard. They never say. Nobody has said anything. Hopefully we did. Hopefully we did. Uh, they may not invite I donated us $25. You did. Just, <laughs> just going to put that out there. I was a little nervous no one donated and I didn't want our team to not have any money. That's what you get with Jackie and Rachel. You get pure honesty. We donate to our own causes so we yeah. don't look like fools. And I put it anonymous but in our name. Did you? Yes. I love it. Thank you, Jack. Just in case we were the only one, I didn't want them to say and the only donation was from team member Jackie. Yes. Like, and if that you put, would have been bad. Did you put both of our names on it? No, I wrote for Team Cumulus, Jackie Zane and Rachel. Oh, and nice. From Anonymous. Okay, I'll buy your lunch today then. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I actually, I gotta be honest with you, I am like seven weeks from having this baby and Ooh. I am I am miserable. 
I'm hitting the point of like, I'm not sleeping well at night. I pee 17 times. I've got this giant pillow in bed with me. I don't even want to do it with my husband. I'm like, of course not. Oh, God. The baby can probably see his thing. Oh, my God. Don't say that because it's his biggest fear. (laughs) Probably can. You're probably scaring her half to death. I what is that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's flipped head down though now because I'm not. I used to get like all these kicks like below my belly button. Now they're all to the right. So I think she's head down with she's her butt right. up high and then legs to the right. Once you get to like a month to go, it really could be any time. I know, and that's the thing. I'm like freaking out. This kid could come at any time. In really? fact, our friends Matt and Deb at our birthing class, they. I told him, I'm like, you guys, you're like five weeks away. You could have this baby right. anytime. I told him that on a Tuesday night, 4 a.m. that night, their water broke and they went into labor Shut and had it. a little boy. Oh my God. Yeah, congratulations, oh you guys. And By they're way, good and the baby's good. Baby's good. Oh, see, yeah, that's baby's awesome. good. That's awesome. Um, it's it's crazy to me that this is coming so fast. It's coming quick. And I like I'm I'm freaking out, but I'm not. Like I'm not freaking out as much as I thought I would be. I'm just like, oh my God, I want her to get here. There's nothing to freak out over. My only thing, like, I was glad I did, because I was in a different spot than you, because I didn't just take maternity leave. I was in between jobs. Right. So I had, like, a gap was everyone told me, don't worry about work. And I'm like, uh, I'll worry about what I want to worry about. But then I was really glad that I didn't have anything to worry about because work, let work go for six weeks to eight weeks. Yeah. Because it's just so much with the baby. You should just enjoy her and getting to know her and taking care I of her. I know. Because just remember, everyone loves you here and our audience loves you and it don't matter. Oh, thanks, Jack. That really does make me feel good because I'm kind of freaking out. If I'm being honest. I was too. The maternity leave thing, somebody asked me recently, nobody's acting like you have the plague at work, are they? And I said, no. But I did have a coworker tell me that, you know, once that baby comes, you're going to be late all the time. Why would you be late? Uh, apparently, because I have a kid, I'm going to be late for work. I snapped and called him a blaking sexist blank hole. And is he someone that comes in this room often? It's somebody that is uh, a head of a department here. And I was mad about it because, like, be don't mad. don't generalize me just because I'm having a kid. No, and I'm that mad. I was mad. And I'm never I've never been late for work. So the fact that like he said something like that pissed me off just to no end. You know what changed for us was Jim had never been. Jim was 10 minutes late, 10 minutes early for work every day. The seven years he's been there. Mm -hmm. We had the baby and now he's not because he wants to see her because otherwise he only sees her like an hour because she goes to bed. So at seven o'clock. Yeah. So he only sees her like an hour a day. Yeah. So he That's is like tough. every day running late. And he's like, I got to go. Oh, I just want to give her one more hug. She's Aww. so cute. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But Jim's an awesome dad. He's I think that's cute. great that he's like, I just want to see her a little I bit longer. I want to see her a little more because she's yeah. happier in the morning than the night. And he's well, like, I got to deal thing. with crabby baby. I was trying. It's funny that you say that. I was trying to explain this to my husband. You get to get up with her. They're always happy when they wake every up. Every day. It's like, hello, I'm here, dad. Yes. It's a brand new day. Look how happy I am. That's exactly. I- Exactly will what be the like. one who puts her down every night. And that's, that, yeah. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that kind of sucks. Well, he'll be home by the time she goes to bed every night. He'll be home, yes, but I'm upset that he gets to do every the morning. Fun morning. Because thing. I leave for work at 5 a.m. Like, right. that baby's, I'm going to feed it, put it back to bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, here you go. I know. And then after they get to a point where you don't have to do that as early, then you'll just be like, I guess I'm going to leave while you're still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing. I, I think I'm going to be a little bummed about yeah. that. But at the same time, like I said, like I'm seven weeks away. I'm like just ready for her to get here. It's weird because now I can see like 
bulges in my stomach and <gasps> stuff. Did you see Greenlee move in your sister's belly when she carried her? I saw a couple of videos that she would take of her belly, like like with the camera face. Yeah, belly. I do those it and send them to my mother and my mother. And that was cool, but it never happened while I was with her. She lives an hour away, so like oh, the times okay. we hung out were like probably once a week, once every yeah. other week, and so it just I never got to see. I got to tell you, and this is you're gonna think Aaron and I are just so nerdy when I tell you this. At night, we'll lay in bed and I'll pull my shirt up and we'll read a story to her <laughs> at night because we're nerds. You guys are just so precious. I know. Everybody can make so one of us precious. We, Our doctor t- told us that it's good to read to her, so we did. Uh, our pediatrician, like, I wouldn't say snapped at us, but told us sternly, you need to be reading her books twice a day. Twice we, a day? Because we don't ever read her books. Because when I do, this is what happens. So we sit down. I'm like, I'm going to read you a story, Greenlee. Yeah. I pull out this story, and then she takes the book out of my hands and goes, ah, da, 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 da. And puts in her mouth and throws it on the ground. And claps, and then and hits me. And I'm like, okay, why am I doing this? <laughs> it sounds like a pain in the ass. So I lied and said, oh, we do. <laughs> Why? We read. Well, it's we read probably, to her. She's pretty much a prodigy. She's reading on her own. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably much easier to read to the baby while it's still in the womb than when right. it's greenly. Or age. when she was like a like just a baby, baby, and I'd just be like, "Look, baby." pictures but now she like just crawls away or tries to crawl up my shoulder or like hits me on the arm and oh, goes, ah! I know I can only imagine I'm looking forward to it though no oh, it's awesome I don't want to be pregnant anymore the no. weather's nice be I, done with that you know what I'm not gonna lie to you one of my girlfriends told me how are you and I go you know what to be honest with you I want to drink yeah. I want a hard cider I want to sit on my deck in the sunshine now that the weather's nice mm-hmm. and have a few beers <laughs> I've only got seven weeks to go but I'm like dying and she goes thank god you didn't tell me that it's been great and it's so magical right I'm not gonna lie to you like it's not magical no I have to pee every 20 minutes I don't sleep well at night my hips hurt for the first time in my life and all of a sudden I have heartburn this week so yes I'm ready to be done I want to be done with this baby <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So that's what's new with me. What's new in Jackie Land? Let's see. What is new? Uh, I did some girls makeup for prom on Saturday. That was okay. fun. I love working with high school kids. So if I had you fun didn't doing know, that. Jackie's her own glam squad. I am my own glam squad. Yes, and I'll glam you up for a low price of no. I'm just yeah. Kidding. What do you charge? Uh, usually fifty bucks a head. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, if the, and it, I'll travel within Grand Rapids, but otherwise yeah. they charge gas. Otherwise, you charge gas. Mm-hmm. If it's fifty too far bucks away. a head, that's pretty not steep i mean it's a good deal yeah i feel like i, I paid I'm 75 bucks to get my face done for my wedding yeah um i charge 75 for a wedding because it includes a trial oh okay yeah so a trial run that makes sense yeah okay nice. my wedding guy was like 125 150 really yeah so i was trying to be less than him because he's my really good god did you have kim kardashian's makeup artist why was he so expensive i think that's normal Really? Like that's like the average rate. Like my girlfriend went to a salon in town, downtown, and that's about what they charge. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. The lady who did my makeup for my wedding was a bitch. Why? I hated her. Really? She just like wasn't, I don't know. Like I, you, I am sure like go in there. Hi, I'm Jackie. What can I do for you? Show me right. a picture. I'll make it the way you want it. This girl was like, hi, what do you want? Like she just was wasn't. Was she with a salon? No, okay. she wasn't. She was just like a local makeup artist that was up in Traverse City where I got married. Okay. And she was just like really not friendly. Did you do a trial run with her? Yes, I did. And she was pretty nice. Like to my yeah. mom, my mom went with me, my mom and I for the trial run. But then like when the wedding day came up, maybe she was having a bad day. I don't know. But, but you weren't. It's your wedding day. Right. Let's I get it together. And I was drinking champagne in the morning and I was blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm like, excited. Yeah. My favorite part of my wedding day, I think, was sitting 
in that condo with all of my girlfriends. Right. We, we stayed at um, the Grand Traverse Resort up oh, in Traverse yeah. City. I love that. And my parents got this great big condo. So all of us bridesmaids and the junior bridesmaids, my aunts and uncle, like they were so, everybody was around and it was just us girls. And we were just having mimosas. Oh, yeah. Laying back, getting having ready. fun. That was a good part of the day. That's but fun. Then that makeup artist came in. I'd never recommend her, and I don't even remember her name. You don't even remember her name? No. I did not did she like her. you do a good her. job? You look, your photos look good. Hey, thanks. I mean, she did an okay job. You know what I like? Hey, thanks. <laughs> you sound do, you airbrush, do you airbrush makeup? Okay, so I do, but I won't. I don't ever recommend it because I personally don't think it looks as good. Really? At least when, yeah, no. I think it looks kind of thick and dusty, and I think yes. sometimes it looks a little cakey. Yes. Um, will you do my makeup? Maybe we can Facebook yeah. Live it on our page. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be that. fun. Love I would to love that. to play makeup. I just, because like, I, it doesn't stay on, to me, I mean, maybe some makeup artists might fight with me on this. I don't think it stays on any longer. Um, really? Some of the best makeup artists I know that I've worked with that work with like big, like Miss USA. Right. They, they use liquid foundation on me. Really? It, yeah. I mean, Because impressed. that's what... It's just you. It's more pliable. It, I can, yeah, I can go sheer and then you know layer it to add buildable. Yeah, all That's right. That's what I like. Well, there you go. Have That's Jackie what I'm into. Makeup. Have her do your makeup. But what you wanted to talk about this week? So one thing you may not know about Jackie and I is that we both love to read. Dude, when I found out you read like I do, I was like geeked. I love to read. I love to get a new book. I love to go to bed early and oh, yeah. read because it puts me to sleep all by myself. I mm-hmm. love it. My husband's always like, you're not paying attention to me. Oh, that's our biggest argument. Is it you really? Say, you oh, must have an amazing well, marriage if that's your biggest you're argument. Gonna, oh, you're going to read? You, 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 you don't right. want to cuddle? I haven't no, seen you all no. day. I haven't seen you all day. You're going to read that book? Right. Yeah, you know what? I am going to read this book. <laughs> you better turn around. Point that thing somewhere else. Oh, dang. I'm reading. <laughs> so you wanted to talk about books. So welcome to Jackie and Rachel's Book Club. Have a seat. Cross your legs. Sit down. Get relax. Some coffee, squat, some crumpets. Whatever tea. you need to do to feel your, you know, comfortable. <laughs> so what are you reading right now that you're obsessed with? Right this instant? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, I've just finished like six books. So what? I thought we were talking more about books that we've read that we love just in the past. Okay, we can do that too. Wait, Favorite so, book of all time then? Of all time? Oh, yeah. God. Okay, one of them. Okay. I, I, like, I, how, how often do you read it? Should get that out of the way. Um, how I, many books a month? How many books a month? Okay, before I got pregnant, because yeah. all I do is read kid books now and try and learn as much as I right. can. Um, probably a couple. Yeah, I yeah. probably do like three a month. Yeah, like you I, probably do it more I, than I, I do. I burn through them, but yeah. I read a, like all night. Like I'll stay up till like two, three in the morning. Oh, see, so I can't do that. The book that I remember the most is just being so screwed up, Dark Places by Gillian yes, Flynn. Yes, I did read Holy. Dark Places by Gillian Flynn. Is that, give me the premise of that one because I've read a lot of her books. Because I've read all three of her books. Sharp Objects. Oh, that was good. Oh, don't get me going Which on one? Sharp Objects. Was Dark Places the one with the dead cow? Dead cow. I don't know. There was some Dark kid Places that- is the yeah, where it takes place. It goes back and forth from the eighties to present day. Yes, and her brother is like in prison for murder. Yes, okay. Dark oh. Places was the one I read. Oh, yes. that book. Yes, twist okay. around. If you haven't read a Gillian Flynn book, I never knew I liked mysteries until and I read her book. Until I started reading a Gillian Straight Flynn book. Straight up, and yes. I like effed up stuff, dude. I know you do. I think I'm a little screwed up. Yes, <laughs> you're talking to a girl who like genuinely enjoys reading about serial killers. So right. I am not judging that. <laughs> uh, for one thing, I read Gone Girl last. Like you did of all the books. I read that first. I got. I wouldn't read it because everyone is reading it, and I was like. Oh. I'm not. Oh, see, that's why I read the book things. everyone wants. So instead, I was like, I'm going to try Sharp Objects. And that book was good. Yes. So then I was like, I'm going to try Dark Places. And then that was even better. Then I was like, 
well, I better read this Gone Girl thing. Yeah. Everyone loves it. And Gone you know Girl's what? Pretty it good. was good. It wasn't as good as the first two. It was good, but yeah. I didn't think it was as good as Dark Places. Yes, if you like a mystery book, that one is what's up. And Gone Girl, even I thought the movie was great too. Oh yeah, the movie was fantastic. Yeah, I actually Neil Patrick Harris, so creepy. That whole se- that whole thing was so creepy. But in the book, he did a good job. But the script wasn't as good as the book. Yeah, it well, just didn't have that quality that he had in the book. That you're like, oh, skin crawl. Like, I'm oh a gosh. firm believer of your imagination is never ever going to be beat by a movie. Right. Your imagination and what you put together when you read Fifty Shades of Grey is a terrible example, but it's what I'm going to use. When I haven't you're, read them. You haven't? I'm oh, like I read only, all of them. Yeah, only reader on the planet that hasn't read oh my Fifty God. Shades of Grey. Really? Well, your imagination with Fifty Shades of Grey is never going to compare with what they did with the movie. Right. The, the imagination is so much better than what they did with that movie. And if you didn't read Fifty Shades of Grey and you like some weird naughty bondage crap, then go for it. Not Honestly, really my scene. No? No, not my I, scene. I didn't know it was my scene until I read those books. That's how my, uh, my girlfriend was. She's like, I yeah. read it on my Kindle so no one knew I was reading it. Oh, I just bought the books. I didn't care. Right. <laughs> I would buy those books. I went through a phase where I just read straight sex books for like two years. Really? Yes. And okay. I loved okay. it. I really enjoyed these erotic books, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. It wasn't like, it was like word porn. I don't know. I have not been, I can't say I'm into that. No? No. Have you tried to read any of the sex books? No, but they're just not my scene. I know. I just stresses me out. It does? Yeah, I feel like I'm doing I don't know. Bad. It's almost like a fantasy world. I don't know. So is murdering someone. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. so is murdering I'm someone. So, I'm just kidding. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the Have 50 Have you read any books. Dean Koontz books? No, what's that? Dean Koontz, the author? Yeah, I don't know what his books are. Oh my God, he's written like a million books. Okay. But Odd Thomas is one of my favorite books of all time. Odd Thomas, what's it about? Should I go it's get, kind of, get no, it today? I don't think you'll like it the more I'm talking to you about it. <laughs> it's kind of like a ghost, like a supernatural style thriller. Okay. Why do you think I wouldn't like it though? I don't know. Are you into that kind of things like ghosts and stuff? I don't know. You don't know if you're into ghosts? It's, it's, it's like you don't know if you're into sex books. I don't know if I'm into ghost books. <laughs> oh, you never read a book with like a, like a, like a supernatural style book? No, I like, don't do anything as far as supernatural goes when it comes to books or television or movies. Okay, that tells me that you might not be into it, but okay. you never know. Okay, you tell me about know. it. It's about this guy named Odd Thomas who can see the dead. Okay. And they don't talk, but he can just see them and like learns their stories and tries to help move them on. I mean, I once like had Sylvia Brown connect to my dead family members before she died. What? So I can, I'm kind of into that stuff. You're into that? Yeah, I, I do. I will say I am into ghosts and all that stuff because I truly believe in it. Oh, okay. So, so you don't like it from a fictional point of view. You like more of like true. Yes. Like the true sightings. Very much so. In fact, I actually did a ghost hunting experience at my last job, my last morning show. I did one at my last job, too. Did you? Yes. Okay, I'll tell you about mine after you tell me about yours. Where was yours? Oh, downtown Grand Rapids. We did oh, ghosts really? of Grand Rapids and did all the historic haunted buildings. In town. Oh, like in Heritage Hill? No, it's downtown. No, downtown, really? Oh, my gosh, like everything's haunted down here. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're- Children's Museum, the basement. Don't go down there. What? It's haunted. No kidding. Yeah. That's crazy. And they had like crazy stories from like the 1800s. Yikes. Yeah. Ugh. It creeped me out. 
Well, this place that we did a ghost hunting thing, it was for my old morning show that I worked at on the other side of the state, which is in Port Huron. Like I went from literally from one Great Lake from to another. Down yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there is this place called Peck, which is about 30 minutes north of Port Huron. And they had this old bar there. And I think it was called the Peck Hotel. But upstairs, it used to be like a home. Like okay. somebody lived up there and then they turned the basement or the main level into a bar. And my morning show partner at the time, his cousin was a ghost hunter. So we had to meet her at one o'clock in the morning at the upstairs where this family lived in the 50s. Here's the twisted part. The upstairs had a fire. Nobody had done anything with what was upstairs since the fire so still all happened. There? The family's mattresses were there. There was burn smell? marks on the wall. It stunk. There were rooms just filled with old nasty things, and we couldn't turn the lights on, and it was dark, and we had these were meters. You scared? I was terrified. I would have peed <laughs> my pants. So I'm standing there and I'm like, oh my God, they won't let me turn the lights on. I think if I remember correctly, because I, I started in radio, I was probably like 24. I got drunk before I did it because I was so nervous yeah, about like, it. Yeah, I'm going to have some drinks and then. Yeah. So I had one of those meters with me. You know, the like beep, 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 Oh, beep. yeah. So I'm walking through and I have a meter and my morning show partner's meter and these ghost hunters are like talking to the ghosts. Right. This place is known for being haunted. The people who work the bar downstairs said they'd see ghosts all the time. So they're like, we're not here to hurt you. We just want to say hello. We want to know what happened. Da, da, da. Just it was so hi. weird. So I'm holding this thing and I'm kind of drunk and it's dark and I'm standing in a room and this girl's like, I just felt a rush of cold air. <laughs> like it was intense. Oh. And all of a sudden my meter started going beep, 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 beep. I'm like, did you run out? Did you run out? <laughs> no. I stayed. Me. I kept my big girl panties on. I stayed in there, and I, I ran was terrified. from a duck today in my backyard. I a would be duck. running. I'd be running from a ghost. <laughs> it was great for the morning show, especially because I got it on audio and oh. everything. But I was like tweaking. Out. I would have been. Yeah, I would. So been. I guess maybe the supernatural stuff I might be into. All right, I like. That. Okay, so I'll try Odd Thomas. He's my favorite fictional character yeah. character of all time. Of all time, I love Odd. Okay, what what do you like about him? I just him? love everything about him. I love Odd Thomas. <laughs> My whole family has read it because I love him so yeah. much. Really? I love Odd Thomas. Okay, I will read Odd Thomas. I just I like him. He's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's had a hard life. <laughs> a little odd. Do you read anything that's like autobiographical? Mm. No. No, never? Uh-uh. Okay, I read... Um, Carly Simon's book. Ooh, okay. Boys in the Trees. Uh, if you don't know who Carly Simon is, she was a big deal back in the day in the music industry in like you're the 70s. You're so vain. There you go. Jackie, I'll sing you it for you. You probably think Get this it, song girl. is about you. <laughs> so she like grew up in New York City and her book that she wrote all about her life was my favorite autobiography I've ever read. Really? It's all about her and coming up because she actually sang with her sister before she got famous. And when she did break out into the industry, it was all about her and how she used to bang like Jack Nicholson and Warren Beatty back in the day and all these celebrities and how she and James Taylor got together. Okay. They knew each other when they were kids, and then when she got famous and he got famous, they came together again, and they got married, and it's all about them writing music in New York City in the 70s and doing drugs, and James Taylor was an addict and all this stuff. It was my favorite book I have ever read of all time. Wow. I love that book. I love it so much. I tweeted Carly Simonson or Simon and said, oh, my God, I love this is the 
this book is amazing. I love this book. Best thing I've ever read. Can't put it down. <laughs> right. She retweeted me. <laughs> what? And said, thank you. <laughs> Yes. Okay, dude, you're pretty much famous. I, I know, right? Everybody's Ooh. like, there are people in the building when I came, because I got to work the next day. Right. And I was like, oh my God, Curly Simon retweeted me. <laughs> my intern goes, who's that? <laughs> I know, right? Sweet, but sweet intern. Of course, the people at our classic rock station were like, that's tight. <laughs> right. Yes. But um, well, okay, give me another one. Have you read anything by Mary Kubica? No, no. She wrote, don't you cry, pretty baby. They're both, oh my God, you like these. Okay. You like the, if you like Gone Girl, if you like Girl on the Train. You do like the mystery killer oh, yeah. books. Pretty Baby. That book is good. Even the, even the title sounds creepy. Oh, it's good. It is good. Really? Is it a murder mystery? Not necessarily a murder mystery, but it's a thriller. It's a thriller book? Yeah. Okay. Pretty Baby, I gotta write these down. It's about a woman who's walking to work in, like, New York City, mm -hmm. and she sees a girl in the subway with a little baby, and she's, like, 16, and every day she sees her, and the baby's getting dirtier and dirtier, and she starts to see, like, I need to take these people in. This little this girl cannot take care of this baby. So it's basically she welcomes in the 16-year-old and the baby that she does not know into okay. her home. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does the girl end up being a creep? I can't tell you. Oh, my God. It's yeah, really good. Okay, pretty baby, and what's her name? Mary Kubica, K-U-B-I-C-A. Okay. Cubica. I read it okay. on a plane, and I read the whole thing in like one plane ride. I, I was oh into it. God. It was like, what is gonna happen? <laughs> I love it. You read it. Girl on the Train, right? Yes, I oh, did read you. Girl on the Train. I gotta be honest with you. I saw Girl on the Train, the movie, yeah. and it is a slice of garbage. Did it was you exactly like the book? I know, but once again, I don't feel like it did, delivered what my imagination gave really? me when I read that book. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. It was just like the book. Oh, my God. I thought it was terrible. What I did you like? I think I couldn't put Emily Blunt as the drunk obsessor. I see, couldn't I thought put she her did, in that. I, see, I couldn't until I saw it, and I thought, wow, she kind of impressed me. Really? Yeah, or I saw it even, opening day. Even the whore neighbor girl. I couldn't put her through the book. Like, the blonde one yeah. that's banging Megan. the... Yeah, just was banging Justin Theroux. Yeah. yeah, her name was Megan. I just... I could not get into that. I thought really? the book... I loved the book so much better than the movie. I love... Oh, yeah. I loved the book better than the movie, but yeah. I did... I it wasn't unimpressed with the movie. Yeah. I love a good book that... If, if you have a recommendation, hit us up because I'm yeah, always dude. looking for a good book. Me too. That is about the 70s. I love anything about the All 70s. All the Missing Girls. We both read that. All of the Missing Girls I read years ago. No, it just came out. You this isn't that I didn't read it. Yes, you did. I'm thinking of Firefly Lane. You read All the Missing Girls because we both had it and you said... I'm reading this book about this girl who's in a cult called All the Missing Girls. And I said, I, I read it too. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the cult book. Uh, the, the girl, yes. she runs away from home because her mom's not paying attention to her. Yes. That's right. That book was good. I just read that. What was it, last summer? Yeah. We, okay. Like, right when I started, we were talking about I'm it. I'm like, what book? I didn't read that book. I did read that book. That book is creepy as hell, and it makes it sound like it's all about Charles Manson. I mean, it's not, but, yeah, it's, but it's, it's a play makes on that. you Those times that. and, and why. Yes. It kind of gives you a look into why attractive young girls in the 70s would have joined a cult. No, totally. And it's like, because you see this stuff now and you're like, why would anyone be dumb enough to join Charles Manson? Right. But then you hear their stories and you start to be like, oh. Oh, they had no one. They had no one. And this creeper they were women took them in. Yeah. Who didn't have a lot of like education. You know what's true? You're so right about the 70s because when you think about it, there's always two stories told of the right. 70s. One of them is the leave it to beaver. Everybody's super mm -hmm. happy and, you know, things are wonderful and dad's home at five and mom's got dinner on the table and that's what they always do for the right. 70s. But the other end of it 
And there's no middle ground when people give this. At least evidence. we don't see it. it I'm yeah. sure there was. There but we probably don't. was, but nobody tells that. Our story. parents are are the middle ground, yeah. <laughs> right? But honestly, like the other side of it is like Jackie's saying. It's stories of these hippies and people who were dropping well, like acid. Well, the protagonist in the book, she ran away from home. She was like, what was she, 16, 15? She yes. Was, she was almost too young to even go with them, but she kept doing it anyway. Right. And she was doing she drugs liked the attention. and dropping. She and liked these older girls that, to her, were really pretty and free. And you know what? That continues in today's world. Oh, I'm I mean, sure it does. I think there was always somebody that I looked up to that I was really pretty or something when right. I was growing up. And I wanted to be just like them. And I think when I was a teenager... There were like a couple girls in high school that I was like, oh, I would do anything to look like them. I wish I looked like her. I know. Oh my God, she has the best hair. Her hair is blonde and so long. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think girls do that. <laughs> but that book, All the Missing Girls, that if you like good. a creepy Kelsey's cult book. reading that right now. We were yeah. just chatting about it the other day. Kelsey, who's done our show with us before. We should have her back on, actually. Mm-hmm. She's a trip. She's hilarious. I agree. I know. All the Missing Girls. Yes, that is a good one. I'm trying to think what else I've read. Have you read anything by Fanny Flagg? This is old school. No. She wrote like Fried Green Tomatoes. It's like a movie. Okay, I read Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, you read that book? Yeah. Okay, Fanny Flagg wrote that. Okay. So I read her other book called Daisy Faye and the Miracle Man, and that is actually my favorite book of all time. Oh, now you have to tell me what it's about. Why is it your favorite of all time? It's uh, just, I don't know. It's really, really, really funny. Okay. I read it in sixth grade, again, in eighth grade. Oh. Again, it's an adult book. And I read it in like high school. I read it in middle school. What's it called? Uh, it's called Daisy Faye and the Miracle Man. Okay. It's Daisy about a girl Faye. in like years and years ago in Mississippi. I, I don't even remember what decade it was. 50s, 60s? Maybe? Yeah. Who's growing up with no mom and just a dad who's basically a con artist. Okay. And it's just her Southern life and she's really funny and it watches her grow up until she decides... I need to get away from, I need to break this chain yeah. of this me and this con man. And she discovers she has some talents and enrolls in the Miss Mississippi America organization. Okay. And so that's kind of what got me into pageants almost. Cause I right. was so, cause she's like the funniest narrator I've ever read. This kid, no this girl, kidding. I loved her character. I love, yeah, I love that book. Oh my God. Speaking of funny, have you, I, we don't do autobiographies. Um, Amy Schumer's book. Oh, no, but I've heard good things. Okay. I have so heard a lot of good things. When that book first came out, a lot of people thought it was going to bomb. I right. don't know for sure if it did bomb, but I didn't care. I got it the day it was released because I was going on vacation. Do you love Amy Schumer? I love Amy Schumer. Here's my thing. I want to love Amy Schumer. Yeah. Like, I want to. And I like what she stands for in her, but I never laugh. What? I watch all her stuff, and I'm like, come on, laugh. Be funny. Make really? Laugh. I just don't ever find it that funny. Oh, did you see her HBO stand-up? Because that was the best one. I don't know if I saw that one. I've no, seen Live at the Apollo. The, I haven't seen the Netflix one. Okay. Because that one's the newest one. But the Live at the Apollo one's really good. I can't believe you just don't think she's that. And well, like that's, Trainwreck, I was, like, I was like all about Trainwreck. I love so Trainwreck. That wasn't even funny. It was so forced. What? So fake. I love Trainwreck. So everything in it was funny. But yeah. the way she delivered it was not funny to well, me. I like reading these comedians and stories of actors. Like, I loved Amy Schumer's book. I think her book might be funnier because I can probably, I can say how I want it to be said and delivered in my head, and it's probably funny. Maybe, but it's way more serious than you would expect. What? Yeah, she has like a dad who has MS and oh. she she's very open about things. She talks about like her first sexual experiences and all these things. 
I actually thought it was really entertaining. And when I was reading it, and this is going to sound like the most egotistical, most narcissistic thing in the world. I thought to myself, I have stories like this. I could write a book like oh, this. Oh, Lord. I know. I, I am Amy Schumer. Yeah. But the other one. I think one, everyone has stories like that, though. And everyone that's what does. It it's relatable. a matter of getting it down on paper. Right. Like, why have I never thought to put some of these stories down right. on paper? Because they are funny. But another one is Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham is so annoying to so many people. So annoying. A lot of people can't stand her. My husband I wanna hates like, her. I want to like her, too. That's another one I want to like. Really? I just And I try. Here's what I like about and Lena Dunham. And I still Dunham. got your back, Lena. I just yeah. don't. <laughs> she doesn't shut her mouth to save her life, which I kind of think is commendable. And I also like that she'll tell you just about anything and doesn't keep any of her feelings right. secret. And in, in the book, that's kind of like what it's all about. The thing that I think is a cherry on top for me with Lena Dunham is that she's smart as hell. People assume right. that she's just somebody who's there for shock value or whatever. She has an amazing education. She started writing shows when she was like in her early 20s. Right. HBO Girls just ended and I damn near cried when it was over. I try to get into that show too. I almost think the reason you don't like that show is because it's so raunchy. No, because I watch a lot of raunchy stuff. Really? I've I'm every surprised. Episode of I Shameless. thought for sure I thought Jackie would hate this no. because Lena Dunham's full frontal, like putting her vagina in the sun every week. No, that no. stuff doesn't bother me. I don't know. Oh, really? I have a hard time seeing her naked. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not going to like stare at it, but <laughs> right. that's not why I don't like the show. I don't like the show because I don't think it's funny. You don't think it's funny at all? No. Oh, my God. Michelle McCormick and I from 97LAV, we call like, each other Shameless, after Monday. I watch Shameless, and that show's super raunchy. I think I've that's never hysterical. Seen Shameless. Should I watch that? Yeah, if you think Girls is funny, you'll think Shameless is funny. Oh, really? Yeah, that okay. show is wrong. I effing love Girls. Yeah. I also read Mindy Kaling. But I book. only watched the first five episodes of Girls. Season one, oh. first five episodes. So maybe it would have turned around if it kept going. I just kind of was getting bored. Like, I wasn't finding it oh, that I was funny. Like, by season two, I was, like, so hooked by the characters. Yeah, maybe I just need to watch, watch maybe. a little more. Yeah. Do you Mindy like Kaling, I love. Do you like Mindy Kaling? She's hysterical. Her book is awesome, too. Okay, I need to read her book. Yeah, then. Mindy Kaling's very entertaining. I do like her. I think her show's funny. I think she's funny. Yeah. I love her. I think my favorite thing about her is through her book, she refers to herself as a colored woman because she's Indian. Yes. Like, it's a running joke for her. <laughs> she is a trip, though. I love those autobiographies. The Tina Fey one. Oh, I my love Tina Fey. God. Amy Poehler, I could laugh for years with. Well, I have I love read, Amy Poehler. I should get that. Amy Poehler Smart Girls. Yes. That's supposed to be amazing. But the Tina Fey Bossy Pants book, and I think Tina has done another book since then. I think so, too. I will bring in Bossy Pants for you. Yeah, It that, is that's good. so good. It's all about her and Tina Fey and how they started in Second City together. Wait. Her and Amy Poehler. Oh, okay. Her and Amy Poehler started in I Second love them City both. together. I'm about them both. And her doing SNL. See, they're funny and, to me. Yeah. And I don't know why I don't find Amy Schumer funny, because I can relate to her stories. I have very similar stories in college. Right. It's that... The way she delivers them just seems, it seems to me like she's making them up. Really? Like, she's heard her friends tell them, and she's, like, that's what I feel like. Okay. I mean, you're entitled to that opinion. I don't know why I think that. I just don't find her that funny. And I want to. Yeah. Like, the story itself is funny. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I want to see Snatched, her new movie. Oh, yeah, the one with Goldie Hawn. I actually heard from a coworker that that movie is hilarious. Yeah, but do we trust the coworker? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just kidding. It was our boss. Oh. Yeah. No, our male boss, not our female boss. Oh. Yeah. Her face. I right just now. got like this awkward like stare. Oh and no. And I was like, which no. one? Gravy, my morning show partner, and our program director. Oh, he posted on Facebook. You thought it was funny. Oh God. His Facebook posts are something else. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. I saw a guy letting his wife pump gas. I know. And I said, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's. 
insane. <laughs> That's literally his poster blast. I tweet. wanted to comment. I pump gas all the time. Right? <laughs> Should I get a medal for I it? <laughs> Is it bad that once in a while my husband's in the car and I pump the gas? I'm actually, now that I he think about it. there while she pumped the gas and wiped the windows. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. Okay. Apparently he went to the gas station the other day and there was a woman you pumping saw the, post the gas. Too, right? Yes. But we talked about it on the radio. Oh, okay. We talked about it on the morning show. There was a woman pumping the gas. And then she cleaned the windows. And then she squeegeed the windows. Yeah. Which, by the way, I've never done in my life. And the guy in the in front the seat was just like staring at the window. And he's like, I'm sorry, but if I'm a man, I'm going to pump that gas for her. And I go, how do you know it wasn't her brother? Because my brother would sit there and watch me squeegee the window all damn day and not move his ass. Well, that aside, Jim, I guess just thinking about it, Jim normally pumps the gas. But if he was in the middle of an email for work or something and I was driving, I would get out and pump the gas. That's really like the dumbest thing to ever think about when you see two people in a car <laughs> and then you worry yeah. about, that's just, that guy is an a-hole because yeah. he let her pump gas. You know what? Aaron always pumps the gas, though, when I'm usually with him. Yeah, but would you be mad if he was like, hey, hon, can you get out and do it? I think he's done that before if he's been like on a call or something. Yeah. He, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes, like, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I think he wants the world gas, to know chivalry is not dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know though. Like, love you, man. I'm just saying that was my thoughts on your post. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just being real. Does Jim like pull out chairs for you or anything? No, no, no. Aaron doesn't either. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Th- three, four years. Yeah, it's years? odd. Like, like Aaron doesn't open car doors for me or anything. No. What? What do you? That's a thing. That's apparently a thing. I can open my own damn car door. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't need you to run around. Right. Oh, here you go. You know what, though? I will Ooh. say I do like when we're going into a store or something and Aaron opens the door for me. Oh, yeah. I guess Jim knows that. Yeah. Like, that's a kind gesture from your husband. Well, you're but I certainly don't expect to, huh? I said, well, you're pregnant. Well, that too. But he did that before I was knocked up. Now he's way more attentive than he's ever been. Because he better be. Right. <laughs> Yesterday, he's like, do you want to go for a walk? I was like, yeah, sure. I got to get moving a little bit. Right. And he's like, leans in the door. He goes, are you about ready? He was playing basketball in the front, in the driveway. And I go, I can't get my shoes on. They don't fit. <laughs> so Help. he had to come and tie my shoes. But that's the thing. Like, I I don't think that men need to go above and beyond. And that's, I'm not going to, okay, prime example. You're on a date. Your ass is not going to stand outside the car and wait for your husband to come around to open the no. damn door for you. No, that's the dumbest thing. And if you do, you have way more patience than I've ever had my right. whole life. No. <laughs> I no. just want to get in the damn car and go to dinner. I want to I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't subscribe to gender roles that way. Yeah. And I, it's just how I live my life. Wait, I completely agree. Like, I think by saying that it's a like it's inappropriate for a woman to be doing the pumping the gas while the man sits there is to say that a woman should be cleaning the house while the man <laughs> works. That's the same idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. And that just rubs me the wrong yeah. way. You know, I had my first... Even though I think I understand the intentions of the post. Yes. The like, pension, yes. Funeral. Totally. I am always blown away by people who their whole life is like taking care of their husband. Oh, oh. it's unbelievable. Yeah. I was at one my first baby shower last weekend and a couple of my older aunts came. And when I say older, I'm talking about like 70s, okay. 60s, yeah, 70s. And one of them is very hip and cool and has a nose piercing and very She's cool. Trendy. Yes. But the other has never worked. I don't know if she knows how to drive. Oh. Um she's her job is to be a housewife. And that is her choice. That is and the decision fine. she's it's made. That's what you want. 
But the other aunt was giving her crap about the fact that that's what she did. And it, it was kind of funny. And oh, yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And we were talking about housework. Do you and Jimmy do things together when it comes to cleaning the house? Because like Aaron and I will pick a night. Friday night, we're cleaning the house and just getting it done with together. Um, yeah, I would say if I'm being completely blunt, honest, Jim cleans more than me by a lot. And that's OK. Like because he's quick at it. He's. Uh-huh. efficient and he will do it like he'll get home from work feed the baby put her down for bed at 6 45 7 o'clock whenever yeah. she falls asleep that day and then clean by the time i'm home and i'm home at 7 20 really he's just quick i'm like this i don't even know where to start i pick up this dish I put it there. <laughs> well now it's there and it's dirty and it's like oh it's like an eyesore i better move it over here i can't see it if it's over there and that's just like my life okay. so it takes way longer if i do it right he just gets up and does I I absolutely mop it up what you're spilling on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that Aaron, we try to do it together, but the thing is, like, he'll have certain things he does, or I have certain things yeah. I do. But when I'm like talking to my old aunts the other night, they were making fun of each other because apparently one of them doesn't get any help at all, and the other one was like, "You damn near lay his clothes out for him every day." And I'm thinking, I know people that do that. Lay their husband's clothes yes, out. I know people that do that. No. Yes, I do. Oh, I can't and even And that's their imagine. choice, and that's what they want to do. I know. I just, that's not me. Oh, my God. Aaron would just, I don't Jim even know if he'd like that. get away from that. my clothes. Yeah, I think Aaron wouldn't like Jim that. Jim won't let me wash his clothes. I won't let Aaron touch my clothes. No, Jim, if you touch my clothes, I'll kill you. Yeah, he's not allowed to do my laundry. Certain clothes, so there are certain pairs of jeans that I go every, like, five wears because they shrink or they don't want them to wash. Right. There are other jeans I need to wash everywhere. Because they to, get baggy. Yes. Yes, so I know what you're talking about. Them. I totally understand that. Yeah. Aaron has shrunk so many of my shirts. Ugh. Pisses me off to no end. Oh, yeah. That sends me Ugh. right out. Right Drives out. me nuts. He's not allowed to touch my clothes. I'm totally on that page. Yeah, Jim and I are very much, I'd say we're pretty much 50-50 everything we do. Between yeah. taking care of the baby, taking Except care of the house, the cleaning, cleaning in the house. <laughs> well, no, even cleaning the house. There are days that like, yeah. if I get Greenly daycare early and I have an hour before work, I'll buzz home and like clean everything real fast. Right. A lot of the times he has more time just because she goes to bed. When he's home... He's only with her for an hour before she wants to go to bed. Right. So he puts her down. When I'm home, she's awake all the time. For sure. And that's hard. So it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. And I, I get frustrated because like we have a different kind of cleaning. Aaron's idea of cleaning is putting things in a drawer or a closet where it can't be seen. That's my cleaning. Oh, is it? Jim's cleaning is good at, he'll take those scrubby pads. And Me too. Scrub everything, light some candles and it smells good. And yes. Like, yeah. Clean house. I, I am the same way. It drives me nuts because then I can't find things. Aaron hates clutter, so he'll throw things away that we need. It's right. like, what are you doing? He'll say, oh, the house is clean, and then I'll look in his closet, and it looks like it puked. Yep. Like, <laughs> That's me. Is That's that my closet. <laughs> Luckily, we each have our own closets, so mine can look how I want it, and he can look how That's he wants so it. That's so nice. I used to have my own closet. Then I got pregnant and created a baby room. Oh. Now I have to share. I hate the closet in our bedroom. the basement. I do have the basement. you don't want to go all the way downstairs. I get ready downstairs every day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get ready downstairs every day because I don't like to wake because I get up so early. It's your own sanctuary. Yeah, it's my little spot there in the guest room downstairs now. But either way, you know, that's uh, welcome to the glimpse into Jackie and Rachel's home life. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Make sure you find us on iTunes, The Great and Green Show. And I am excited because I'm thinking next week. I, did we decide that we were going to do the, the trend thing for next week? Yeah. Let's okay. Do it. So for next week, what I'm thinking is we do all the things that are cool right now, okay. as far as like clothes, like choker necklaces. Yes. Super in makeup, 
hairstyles, Got it. Um, music even will go to. I'm thinking like we'll cover everything that's trendy right now. And then you get to hear us weigh in on it and probably rip it apart. <laughs> Yeah, most likely. I know. <laughs> Let's be real. I know. So look for The Gray and Green Show on iTunes. You can also find Gray and Green Show on Twitter, The Gray and Green Show on Facebook, Gray and Green Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, if you have any book recommendations, yes. please hit us so up. So Rachel's going to read one of my screwed up thrillers, and I'll read an autobiography. I'm going to read Odd Thomas. I just don't know if you'll like Odd Thomas as much as you might like one of the other ones. Okay, tell me which one you want me to read. I'll, 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 I'll uh, Pretty Baby. Pretty baby. Yeah, I want And that's the cubic cubic one. Mary Cubica. Okay, Ooh, Cubica. That one, that's good. I know. She also wrote The Good Girl. That was huge hit. Oh, that's the one with Jennifer Aniston. The movie? Uh, it doesn't got a movie. Jake Gyllenhaal, Jennifer no, and the Good Girl. Okay, now I have no idea what we're talking about. We're out of here. Well, you're just, what you're doing is you're taking movies that have a similar name as the book or the same name, and you're saying, it's a movie. But that's no. This oh, wait, isn't that a movie? No, there's no movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's no movie on this one. This was a relatively new book. Okay, well, Jackie and I are hungry as hell, so we're getting oh, out of here. <laughs> Make sure you rate us on iTunes, too, for God's sake. We haven't rated in, like, months. I know. What the you hell is I love that ratings. about? You know I live and breathe ratings. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>